0: hey everyone and welcome to already cancelled i am peter that is connor and we are working our way through star trek the next generation is going to be season one episode 14 this is called one one zero zero one zero zero one so full spoilers for the episode as always and we shall you conti- know, we should continue this episode in binary <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah when you told me that title uh, on the last episode yes. when we look at it at the end i thought oh maybe i'll translate that and see what it means mm-hmm. i'm glad i didn't bother because it's just names
0: yeah it's just one one is one person zero zero is another person one zero is the third person and zero one's the fourth person yep so this episode is an interesting one in the sense that it, it kind of starts off seeming like it's going to be one of these oh the holodeck goes rogue episodes it does, kind of it? but it kind of escalates in the middle into something else and it, it gets a bit more interesting uh, so the, the the ship's docking uh station uh for repairs, but also the, we've got these uh what the, the binars I think they're called uh these because of course they are these beings that have become more in tune with their planets like core computer, so they're the closest sort of like biological life form that is close to machinery and binary binary language. So, they're really good at upgrading computers, basically. So, they're, they're doing upgrades. <laughs> they're, the te- they're the universe's tech guys. Yes. So, they're upgrading the Enterprise's computers. I, I was a little disappointed
1: that none of them asked if they'd turned it off and on again.
0: <laughs> also, this is up- this wasn't fixing. This was upgrading. There's a difference. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, just, you know. I just, just you make the joke anyway.
0: I'm pretty sure computers weren't common enough in the 80s for that joke to be a thing yet. Probably not. So, you know. Point no, out limitations of the time <laughs> um so do you know what i like about this episode actually this is a small thing and it'll apply to hopefully many an episode is i like that when they dock somewhere else it's also starfleet and there's actually more sets designed for like you know the control room the, the and the and the station and things like that yeah i like seeing like other parts of the world because like, i think one of the things that the original series is almost guilty of and as fact, it's completely guilty of it. Is that I think you almost never saw anything else that was built by Starfleet. It was always just the Enterprise and other places doing other things. And that's yeah, fine for all most that, of it. Or
1: that one other ship that happened to be exactly the same design as the Enterprise. Yeah, it was
0: the exact same set because uh, that was yeah. one of the exciting things about uh, the movies was finally seeing you know uh, you know home base and the stations and where the dock yeah. and things like that. I
1: I suspect on the the TV budget, any other places that we see will probably look the same. As, you know, in this one. And it'll be like, sure. oh, no, it's a, it's a standard design.
0: Yeah. Maybe they'll, they'll remix it a little bit. They'll maybe move things around. But it'll be the same set that's repurposing, probably. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. It, it, but it was just the scene at dark, actually seeing, like, the models that come out. Uh, I noticed using some of the slower versions of the main theme in this one. So it was reminding me of the mm-hmm. motion picture a little bit. I was like, all right, okay, all right. I can, I can get, get behind that. that. So, yeah. So, anyway, they've got these these binars. And everyone's basically taking some leave. And, you know, Riker's going around the ship uh just checking up on everyone. Date has learned to paint with Jordy, Uh as Riker points out, the you know, someday someone will write about this because it's a blind man teaching a, an Android how to paint. Yeah. And you know, he, he's seeing various other characters. Wesley's kinda suspicious of the, the binars as well, as well as Riker. And not at first though. He's just like, well maybe they're just, just it's just how they do things. Yeah he's kind of staring at Riker them on like, the bridge like, yeah, when yeah, they're working. Maybe. But Riker when he leaves the bridge he's like yeah it maybe nothing wesley but you know what you've got the bridge keep an eye on them i'll be doing the rounds and i went did you just say wesley has the bridge Raker, have you lost your freaking mind no no bad raker bad raker
1: <laughs> yeah
0: pretty much but uh yeah so picard's in his ready room and raker's like you know what i think i'll go test this, some of the advancements in the the holodeck you know since they've been tinkering with it because I, I did like at the start of the episode that Picard and his, his log says, oh, we're getting uh, our holiday looked at, which we've had some trouble with. Yes, on one occasion, it locked you inside with gunmen that actually nearly killed someone, and then last episode, it seemed to spread a virus around. Yeah, they never really got to the point that the holodeck seemed to spread in that, like, <laughs> caused it. but it really felt like that, didn't it? It did feel like that, yes. Um... Also, something bothered me in this episode, actually. At one point, Riker, when he's talking to the character in the holodeck, uh, I, I got bugged a little bit because he said, oh, I know you're just like a hologram or something like that. And I went, no, but wait a minute. Last episode, Wesley threw a snowball out of it. So I was taking it that the holodeck actually created things that they could interact with on top of just light displays. It's... I'm I'm thinking of it as like Green
1: Lantern rules, like hard light. Okay, all right. Um, Because... because... Every you know the, the first times we saw it, it was like okay, the training, the simulations, right? And it was just popping up, and it felt like it was there, sure. but it didn't feel real. And then they were surprised uh, in that uh, the noir episode when the bullets into, like actually hurt and stuff like that.
0: They were they were surprised by those elements. Yeah, they can touch things, and you know, like I say, the snowball came out and hit Picard last episode but yeah so he goes in and he's like oh i want us you know what sort of setting do you want oh give me a jazz club go oh, give me you know new orleans 1950s and you know he goes in yeah. so give me an audience is it like, no that's too many <laughs> and, uh, the bit that got me was right i want you know,
1: give a, a drums a bass and uh, give me a bone <laughs> just the way
0: he requested that I was like, what, what's going on and he says uh no more intimate audience and it's just this one more he's like oh yeah that's great but blondes don't go well with jazz, so then we get another one it's like, oh, that's great, that's better, but more sultry. And eventually we get this one. What are you doing? What
1: the hell was that? I, I didn't, didn't do anything. That? that was on I your side. I know it was on my side. I don't know what it was, though.
0: Admittedly, but, though, I've got a cat causing rampage. Uh, I,
1: I I can't even see what's... It's fine. fine, it's <laughs> fine.
0: Well, no, now, now it's just bugging me. I'm like, what the hell's just been destroyed? It's fine. It's like there's a ghost or something, it's fine. Uh, so... <laughs> what are you doing? He's, he never jumps up out of the shelf like that. He always goes to the top. No, Cat, what are you doing? If you knock over Jason... Shelf's, shelf's coming down. If you knock over Jason, Garris, we're going to have words. We're going to have words, Cat. This entire show has just been hijacked by this cat. It really has. And I don't think anyone really cares. No, people like cats. The audio people aren't maybe into reason. it, because the audio people don't get to see the action. I'm running commentary. Yes. I know he's just looking at himself in the shelf. It's fine. Uh, so anyway, just keep an eye on him. So yeah, so we get, we get this woman Minuet um, who's in the in the program, and Riker's very taken aback with her, and he plays a song for her, and uh, he goes over and talks to her. And He's just kind of hitting it off. He's very very infatuated, and then you know eventually Picard wakes up from a nap or whatever he was doing in his in his room, and he comes out. And he's like, Wesley, where's Raker? He's like, oh, he's in the holodeck. Should I call him? He's like, No, no, I'll go down here. Uh, you keep an eye on things. So, like, stop trusting Wesley with things, damn it. So. <laughs> it's fine. What they learn in this episode is you trust Wesley to have the bridge and you have to evacuate the entire ship. That's true. Yes, that's what happens. Yes, Wesley was in charge and the entire ship needed to be evacuated. Just keep that in mind for the future. Except yeah. Donna Troy, who's just notably absent in this episode again. <laughs> Did you say Donna Troy? I did say Dora Troy, sorry, Deanna Troy. Is, yeah. Hey, it's a very similar name. <laughs> it is. It is. I'll let you off. I wish it was Donna Troy. That <laughs> would be better. Yes, Dora Troy. For anyone who's not f- familiar uh, with that name, it's a DC character, uh, Wonder Girl, uh, Wonder Woman's sidekick, uh, from the not, not nothing recently, but from from days gone past. Um, so yeah, so 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 Picard ends up in the deck as well. And he's uh like taken aback with all oh, like, oh this is a setting I would have picked Riker. Oh yeah, so who's this wonderful woman? And they she end up immediately sitting immediately starts speaking French to him because his name is French. Yeah. And then there's kind of this weird vibe where there might be a threesome at the end of this scene. Like <laughs> It does feel like it's going in that direction. Like they're not they're all just kind of really into each other. Like, you know, Picard and Riker respect each other, they're both into her, she's into both of them. I mean <laughs> Those, uh, those binars played them good. Which well, actually takes me back to the start of the episode because when, uh, like, R- uh, Riker's calling out the commands to get Jordy to dock into the station, right? And, it, you know, everything goes fine, dock successfully. And Picard turns to Riker and goes, good job, number one. And I'm like, he parked? What, every time you're in a car, do you congratulate the driver when they parked the car properly? I bet Picard would. <laughs> So all I could think now for cracking threesome jokes is at the end of the threesome he just turns to Ray and goes, good job, number one. <laughs> That's a terrifying image.
1: Why Why would you do that? Why would you commit that to to
0: to being on record as something you said? Also, also, they've taken their clothes off. They're just about to start the threesome and he looks at Ray and goes, engage. <laughs> I knew you were going that. <laughs> I knew exactly what you were going to say. And then he's going to look at Ray and go, Number one. Here's the real Picard (laughs)
1: manoeuvre.
0: Okay, anyway, moving on from a childish moment. Yes, make it so. (laughs) I can work that into it as well, don't you? Oh, I I already have.
1: I'm just not willing to say it. (laughs) I think
0: uh, reviewers can use their own imagination. So, so... Basically, while they're in the the, the hall deck, which is basically uh, basically distracting them, right, and it's without them realizing they're kind of locked in there without knowing what's going on in the rest of the ship, and yep. uh, the engineers like, oh, there's something going on down here. So so Jordy and Data go down. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, we'll go. Don't, don't tell the captain yet. We'll go down and check it, make sure there's actually anything wrong." But it turns out those those antimatter leaking, <laughs> and that the ship's going to explode. Allegedly. So, so very quickly. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it turns out that to be. I, I don't know if it's either faked or if it's just the readings are wrong because the the binaries have made them think this, but yeah. Um they're like okay ship red alert we have to evacuate the ship like right now. So we actually get a lot of scenes of extras like evacuating the ship and like they're and actually probably the most notable bit of lore that I really liked in this episode is as the the voice and the you know of, of the ship is like telling them yep. what to go is that there's like 20 transport rooms which obviously we've we've only ever seen the one.
1: <laughs> but yeah if you listen to the voice
0: um, she's like oh uh anyone on this deck go to transfer rooms 15 17 and 16 you know like i was like oh I was like tons of them No,
1: i I like that as well i also like that it it showed you it gave you a sense of how many people were on the ship in that even though we know there's all these rooms we're still seeing them queuing
0: yeah um must be quite a lot yeah that was nice it's probably a better sense of scale in terms of the population of the ship better than the original series ever did um, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe definitely. not as much as the movie, because the movie's obviously had a lot of extras. There was that big scene in the first one where they had a big that's, crowd. Uh, that's what happens when you got a movie budget, exactly. But I just compared the original series, yeah, like, yeah, a better sense of the amount of people on there. Yeah. So they all evacuate, and then they put the ship on auto pilot to go out to like a safe place in space to to to, to die, <laughs> and then Picard and Riker, you know, try to leave, and they're like, oh, wait something's wrong, and obviously everyone else, because also, how can I gloss over this? Uh, Tasha and Worf are going to play some made up sports game with people at the station and they've got these ridiculous blue and silver like jumpsuits on. Yep. They are ridiculous. And you know, Rikers like, oh have fun and you know, you represent the enterprise, so you know, give it a good give it a good go. And Worf's like, Yes, I will crush them. <laughs> I remember the exact line, but he's basically like, Yes, I will I will win at all costs. He's like, oh, yeah. Hey, Worf, it's maybe fun. <laughs> Don't know the if you don't care about who wins, why even bother
1: keeping track of the score? <laughs> he's not wrong.
0: <laughs> and Tasha's like, he's got a sense of humor, Raker. Right? Don't worry. It's like. I hope that's true for their sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, that was a good moment. That's a good moment. Uh, so, so Riker and Picard are on the ship themselves, outside of the binars are still up in the bridge. There's a little bit of like uh, problem solving because they can't get into the bridge and it's like, oh we could beam in, but that no we can't do that, we can't go in the turbo lift. It's like oh, we'll both All be at-
1: self-destruct.
0: Yeah. So we'll both beam in at the same time. Uh in case they get ambushed. And that's when they find the binars and uh, ultimately what they realise is happening is that the computer in the enterprise is the only mobile computer that is good enough to store all the data on their home computer, you know, their, their planet's like core computer, because there's a magnetic wave that's hitting them from a dying star. That it's going to, so they have to shut everything down while it passes them. So they had to transfer the data so they could put it back afterwards. But they got a lot there a little bit late because the Enterprise was late in arriving at the station, and because of that, things seemed a little bit late. So luckily, they left a message kind of for them to easily figure out. And Picard and Riker send the data back down. It saves the planet, and they're like, "Yeah, we know we're in trouble. We know we, you know, we'd, we couldn't risk the idea that you might have said no." Uh, of yeah, course, you Riker and Picard can take us back for punishment. Yeah, I mean, Riker and Picard obviously are like, "Hey." You know, we would have helped, like if you just asked for it. But yeah, um, so uh, and apparently the binars on on fan of Connor right now because he, he's he's frozen. Oh, he's moved once. Oh, oh am I? Oh, you're what's back again. Uh, wait, I'm getting like one frame of video every. Yeah, my voice still working. Yeah, voice is still fine. You're just you're, you're framing us. Yeah. Uh, we're getting no idea what's going on. We're getting zero point five frames a second here, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay it's, though. Uh, unfortunate. it'll kick in. It'll kick in. Anyway, I blame you. You can do that. You know the truth, though. So, yeah, I mean, that was the episode. I I, uh, I kind of dug it, though, to be honest. like I, I had fun with pretty yeah, much all of it. Yeah, bad. And, all oh, my video's back. Your video's back. There you go. Yeah. yeah. See, it was your fault. Uh, no, it was uh, it was not a bad episode. Yeah, I mean, I, arguably, maybe I think it's one of the best of the season uh, so far.
1: Top three, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think... What worked about it is that there was some fun with Riker going around the ship. I, I felt like, ha- like I felt the idea of them all having some leave and him just, like, Because refu- I feel like I got more like Riker's character. I mean, even though we knew he always cared about his work, the idea that everyone was going off for a leave, but he was still kind of, no, nah, I want to go around and check the ship and just make sure everything's yeah. okay. That gave me a bit of his character. I like that. Um, mm. The fun in the holodeck. Uh, but more importantly, once things got going, it was like, oh, shit, we have to evacuate the ship. I felt like all the little things we got out of that were kind of useful and interesting, you know, mythology-wise. Hmm. No, of, I agree. Um, it was solid. I yeah. have to say that this season's not been as bad as I was
1: expecting. You know, I was expecting no. it to be real rough by by what you know, people say about it, and there have been a handful of particularly rough episodes. But overall, the
0: the baseline quality has been not not awful. It's been watchable. It's encouraging that people say that because I assume they're saying that in comparison to season three and onwards. I would assume so. Yeah, uh. which
1: means that. Hey, if, if everything coming up is better than this, or I mean, yeah, you know, most of it's better than this. Uh, I'm looking forward to
0: it. Right, I'm sure there's always going to be some stinker episodes oh, sprinkled throughout. That was, yeah, yeah. That,
1: that happens when you have a season of this length.
0: Yeah, so I, you know, I'm I'm not concerned about that. But um, no, I thought this one was pretty good. Um, like, I mean, Joe, you know it did still give us some moments that made me laugh, and I kind of like you know all the Picard and Raker, like possible threesome moments. That was not yeah. intentional so it still gave me some of that season one kind of humor where i'm kind of chuckling at how goofy it is but it still gave me other things that were quite good as well it gave me like some genuine moments and i'm like oh yeah i kind of like i and liked uh, at, at the very end yeah
1: um when picard's like oh you know it's been a while since i've had to fly one of these myself but
0: i got it yeah, since, he's, since he's been on the comms yeah uh or on the, on the com around the comms is obviously very different, uh, but he and I like that because they're, they're left alone in the ship, they have to fly it back themselves. It's like, oh well, yeah. I guess you're in good hands, Riker, don't you worry. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he's, he's he's got it covered.
0: It was almost prime for a joke where he made a mistake first, just a little, little one to make Riker scared. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just shitting with you, Riker. <laughs> But another moment I really liked, actually, is uh, when they realise that they've been tricked and there was no actual problem and the ship's been sent off and they realise that Picard and Riker are still on there. Uh, Data starts to blame himself. He starts to think he's responsible because he was taking, like, leave. Because he's like, yeah, I don't need leave, I'm an android. Like, I, I, you know, I, I should have been on the bridge. Uh, he, he blames himself for it. And I like the idea that Geordi and the others are like, no, no, you you, you, do, you can't be there all the time. You, you do have to take leave. So I, I was, I was, an interesting little bit of like you know Data's you know man versus machine kind of inner hmm. struggle going on there.
1: I was um, I'd say my biggest disappointment of this episode is that it doesn't actually have more of that stuff with Data. Given that you know it's mm-hmm. all this this binary culture, it would have been interesting to see uh, Data really kind of get into grasp with that
0: and and how he found it. Yeah, he's he's oddly sidelined, but I I think that's actually why his like guilt makes sense because like I should have been involved in this because of what it was almost.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't think really, it's not like yeah. the worst thing, ever, and I'm not saying oh I had to have it, but it would have made it a lot better, I think. Yeah, that's fair.
0: But I'm I'm sure in the next you know six and a half seasons we'll be exploring his, you know, path to humandom. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah, or humanity, as people would actually say. <laughs> what did you say? I said humandom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i heard human and then stopped listening because i just assumed you would say humanity <laughs> <laughs> i didn't actually hear you say
0: "human." that's the trick that's the trick yeah yeah, yeah. but then you, you you brought attention to it you ruined it for yourself well it was kind of half intentional. like i was i wasn't hating it because i was like oh no i actually genuinely thought that was a word i just went for it because i thought oh, i'll say something silly i was like oh yeah. the actual word i should have used is humanity yeah yeah you didn't think of that quick enough though did you I have brain farts all the time with words. There's so many times where I'll just forget a word randomly. Yeah, me too. It happens a lot. It. Yeah. So I just make a word up, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but just it. don't
1: draw attention, just own it. Just be like, no, I made that word up. It's fine, it worked.
0: Hmm. Uh, I thought, uh, hold on. I'm never going to remember the title of this properly. 11001001. I thought that was a solid episode. It
1: was, it was good.
0: Yes. So, uh, Have we got something good to look forward to next time? Well, let's find out. Uh, The average rating does go down a bit. Of course it does. It's called Too Short a Season. I don't think that applies to this season. No, I I think that's inaccurate. Yes. Season 2's got less episodes because of the writers' strike. So, I mean, it's still like 22. So it's still long by today's standards, but... You know. Uh, so, here's the description on IMDb. The Enterprise transports an elderly Starfleet admiral to negotiate a hostage crisis. When the admiral takes a de-aging drug, he endangers both his life and the mission. Okay.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: There's potential in that. Yes. Um. Oh, dear. <laughs> what? Well, because he takes a de-aging drug, it looks like they start off with an actor and make up to be old. <laughs>
1: Oh dear, and it's not. I'm not no. gonna lie. When I when I put the the Blu-ray in to watch this episode, um, so when you click on it, it gives you like a little thumbnail, right? Mm-hmm. The thumbnail was Riker with the trombone, and I went, "Oh no, what am I in for?" <laughs> Riker knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it had me worried. <laughs>
0: I'm not gonna make a blowing joke. I'm not gonna do it. Good job, number one.
1: <laughs> we're, we're real mature on this show.
0: <laughs> uh, if you can't enjoy a little homoerotic humor, then honestly, your life's not worth living. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, that has been that has been episode fourteen of Next Gen. I'm not going to say the title again because I'm, I'll have to look at it because I can't. I... Oh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it.
1: Oh, go it's 1- on. One one zero zero. 1001. Son of a bitch. Yes. The only the only bit down my mind was whether it was one zero zero one or zero one one zero.
0: Hmm. Yes. Okay, that has been Star Trek. Let us know what you think of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash TV and you get some bonuses. At the $1 tier, you do get these Star Trek episodes a week early. Uh, you do get other things early and other bonuses that are exclusives. So go and have a look-see and you can you can do that. Uh, otherwise, you can buy merchandise. You can go to the, the stores. There's a US and a UK store spread shirt. You can go down below and get some T-shirts or hoodies or hats or whatever uh otherwise i will promote actually something that's just started uh and that is the our, our new classic twilight zone reviews uh i mean not ours me and connor because connor's not on there connor's been replaced uh quite happily <laughs> don't worry i'll do the time off <laughs> uh but yeah, uh i'm joined by newcomer tara and we talk about twilight zone classic starting in the 1959 show season one uh, so, check out that. The uh, first one will be up the time this one's up. So, go we'll have a look-see. Uh, but that is it. So, thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek. And to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper.